Actually, the space people who are with us now come from a planet in the Alpha Centauri system. It's 4.8 light years away from us. Oh, um, pardon me. Yes. Did you say that the space people that are with us now? Mm-hmm. We're in contact with them. As a matter of fact, some of our space visitors may very well be mingling with us right this moment in this room. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. Mike, we're back. We took we uh, took an extra week because of uh, vacation. You know, everyone, everyone needs to travel break. now, so we took advantage of it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah oh, both... I forgot to wear my new shirt. What's your new shirt? Oh, did you pick it I up? Got the, I, the I got the Book and Dano shirt. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I did post it on Instagram so you guys can see it, but Sweet. I meant to wear it while I was recording, but I forgot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> next time. I'll call you out on it if you don't have it on next time. Yeah. But I did not go to the hotel that Heart to Heart was filmed at. Uh, we never really had time. <laughs> And my wife did notice that she saw something online about it where people were, you know, like on Yelp or something like, uh, this hotel is getting very run down. Really? Yeah, it's it's been around a while. It probably needs a rehab. I I mean, I don't know when that I don't know when that review was from. It could have been before this year where they probably had time to do some stuff since, you know, things were right. um, Empty for a while. But and I was thinking about it, you know, while it would be cool to go there and see it, it's also you risk tainting the vision you have of that episode of heart to heart and <laughs> well I, I mean i, I don't know if i, I would assume yeah and i would assume it would already be different than it was from that show yeah right. like those wicker chairs aren't going to be there with the the separate phones and all that so sure 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 right but anyway so i didn't get to go all right anything uh you want to talk about tv shows wise that you watched or mm-hmm. did you have time to not really i haven't really i haven't i haven't watched much so I, it, I was also on vacation and we were kind of in a remote place and we were limited um to dvds that were in stock in the in the the house we were at so uh i did watch rain man from i think like <laughs> ni- 1988 or i'm not even sure when that was um but the kids liked it it was like you know it's surprising yeah um and mike uh, was at a survival camp <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> It's like outward bound. All right, we're off the grid. Uh, you guys got to make your own, hunt for your own food. Build your own DVR, whatever. <laughs> he was staying in a yurt. No, actually, he's posted, he sent the, uh, they posted some pictures. It looked like a really, really cool place. Just no Wi-Fi. Just no Wi-Fi, yeah. It was just, it was nice. Nice to be unplugged and off the grid. But yeah. uh, other than that, no, I, I haven't watched anything sure. new. How, how about you? Okay. Yeah, I, I watched a couple of things. Um, since I was in a plane a lot, I had to watch a lot of stuff. I'm not going to go through everything that I watched there. I just want to hit a couple. One, I watched uh, the new, it's on the Paramount Plus thing, the Infinite movie with Mark Wahlberg. Oh. Um, yeah, and I remember seeing a thing where they were he was complaining that they're not releasing it in theaters. They're just going to release it on there. It's a good thing they didn't release it in the theater. It was not really? a very good movie at all. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was 
I don't know. It was not good. If anyone else has watched it, let me know if you think anything different. But I did not see really any good reviews of it. It was very um, cliched and just, yeah. It, yeah. it took a long what, time for anything to really get going. I was going to say, was it even like, I mean, sometimes I don't care if a movie doesn't have a lot of substance, if it's still just entertaining, you know? If, was it, was no, it, it wasn't even that. Oh, okay, that's nice. No. <laughs> so I, I, I just didn't really, I watched it all because I wanted to see how it would end. Or whatever, but it never really got any good. Yeah. Um, also, what I've been watching a little late to the game, uh, it's an Apple Plus TV show for all mankind. I don't know if you've heard of that one. It's like an alternate history of the space race. Oh, so no. it's basically like what would have happened if we didn't get there first and the Soviets did, and it's kind of like how it's going there. So Interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. But they use like a lot of the – like it's all like the same stuff and like the same – People playing or same characters playing the same people for the most part, um, except obviously some changes. But yeah, it was it's it's so far it's good. I'm only on like episode four. Sounds interesting. Yeah, it is. It is. All right, but that's enough of that. It is. What did we watch for this episode? This episode we Mike. dove back <laughs> into into Charlie's Angels season two episode seven. Yeah, and Mike, this is right up your alley. Unidentified <laughs> That's flying why I picked it. angels. Yes, yeah, all about yeah. UFOs well, I saw this space. Yeah, so I saw this and I picked it because one, I just saw some of the images, and there's one of Jacqueline Smith, like where she's pretending to be an alien or something, like in these, like the the sunglasses, like they used in V, yeah, and, almost, and like in a silver, like, um, like. I don't know what you would call. It. I don't, I don't know what fashion. So I it was don't like know a, it, it was is, like a drop. Like it was piece. like a little mini drop. It's kind of, but it had like a belt thing. I don't know. Um, but and also, you know, we got all that stuff going on with the Navy supposedly with the UFO or well, they don't call it UFO. They call it unidentified flying. What do they call it? Aerial objects. Yeah. UAE or something like that or UAE. I don't know what they're calling them. But anyway, I thought it was all point and. We can kind of compare to how they took they did the UFO stuff compared to Miami Vice when we watched that one. Yeah, sure. We could do that. I'm, so <laughs> I, I think again. Well, I'll wait till we get into it, to, and we'll talk more about that. But, um, but yeah. All right. So shall we just jump right in? Yeah, just jump right in. All right. So we open up with a, a guy. Seems like he's entertaining some, you know, I don't know, maybe high class people at um it looks like a castle to me, like an old castle in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. And I, I think he's like a you know, it looks like he's about to do a presentation, but he, he's like, All right, everybody, um, you know, let's get in here. Uh, you know, they're on their way. He opens the window and we see like a, we see a UFO like flying, you know, flying towards them, and there's one guy that kind of stands out to me. He's got glasses on, and he's like immediately kind of freaking out. So you can tell he, he's like the nervous type guy. And then, uh, and then, so so right away, this is what I was going to say before, but I wanted to at least give the premise of opening this up where they open the window. You see the UFO. Again, it reminds me of Greg Brady standing at the window with the yeah, flashlight. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. The slide whistle, you know, making the sound. Right. Uh, it was about as that's good quality exactly as what that, I thought. you know. Yeah. It, it was so, a little bit better quality because that was just like a red thing. This one at least had 
some silver to it too. Yeah, it yeah. had some some was... shape and some form. That's true. Right. But, and they had some wind effect too, so that was good that, you know, as the UFO uh-huh. flew by, it like blew wind at them. Um Right, and I, I did like how he had like a little like panel there, and he could hit the button, the drapes opened all up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I did post a little um, little uh, clip of that thing a while ago, just saying, "Hey, this is the episode we're doing." And of course, I'm not gonna be able to find it now. But, but someone replied on Twitter, and they're like, "That guy's giving a master class in acting scary." <laughs> <laughs> True. Because he was. He was, like, totally freaking out. I mean, like, way over the top. Yeah. So, and then, so now besides that guy acting scared, there was a lady there. And she's like, no, no, this, no, this is impossible. This is impossible. And at first, like, I wasn't sure, like, is she just freaking out? But she's like, no. And she's, like, throwing out, like, credible points like no the heat the temperature it's from venus they can't do this and i actually have a clip of it so let's just if you will bear with me let's just play that real quick see what she's sure. what she says here no i don't believe it i don't believe any of this it's just not possible no no please leave me alone it's the temperature don't you see the temperature on venus it's just not possible so, so she's bringing yeah, up a little good con- points. A little context, though. The woman's like 85 years old. She <laughs> isn't really a threat to anyone. Hey. And it doesn't sound right. like she's like trying to blow the gig. She's just like almost like she's amazed. How could this be? Even when she says like the temperature on Venus, it's like, yeah, crazy, right? With the temperature like that, they could still stop there on their way here. So they drag her out of there. And the mystery begins. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the thinking... guy that's leading it just like nods to his two cronies, like, "Hey, just take her out." And then, right. just, yeah, drag her out. And then the scared guy watches it and kind of like doesn't know what to do. He's like, "Do I help? Do I not help? Do I yeah. let him take her away? I don't know." And then he's still freaking out. Meanwhile, no one else de- pays attention. No, no one right. Else even but the guy, that guy was so scared of his own shadow. I don't think at any point he thought, <laughs> "Oh, should I help?" I think he was just, he, you know shit in his pants i don't know but um but yeah so again I is just, anybody else th- seeing this <laughs> to me it didn't seem like hey we really got to get li- li- rid of this lady because she's a threat it was just more like right she's just you know dumbfounded by how cool this is but um right you know that's why i guess yeah. i you know i would fail in trying to hoax people i don't know yeah because i i wouldn't you know maybe they made the right call i don't know <laughs> I don't know. I think the ending of it was the end point of her was a little extreme. Anyway, but we'll get into that. Sure. So after that, we we cut to uh, the Townsend Detective Agency or whatever it's called, and they're all in there. And there's some uh, like young girl, kind of hippie-ish girl, um, talking about her aunt. You know, she's like, "Hey, they're there because their aunt's missing." That seems to be the old lady. Right. Um, she's like, "You know, my aunt's a little weird." You know, she reads up on all the UFO stuff and everything, and but uh, I don't know where she is. She hasn't. And she she wrote know, a cookbook. Disappeared. Did you catch that? Oh yeah, like how to like dine with it? No, what was it? It, it was she a super the... like some kind of supernatural cookbook. I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but she's been in Africa, um, helping some you know um, 
village there or whatever. So she's not used to sitting on furniture, so she wants to sit on the floor. Yeah. I don't know. The, the niece. Yeah, I don't right. know why that makes me think. Yeah, yeah. She, she was very uh, like – She has no idea how long she's been gone. She was the tree hugger, like like you said, kind of yeah. a hi- hippie type. And uh, Right. Yeah, so, so one of the angels got on the floor and sat with her just to be – Chris, I think, did. Yeah, build yeah. some r- rapport, I guess, but – Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And and you know she's like, hey, I had no idea how long she's been gone because obviously I've been in Africa and we don't really have phones. Right. Um. And her there's a secretary that lives at the house, I guess, that takes care of all our business and he won't tell her anything. Which right. Right. Seems kind of odd, but seems whatever. Fishy. Right. Right. Yeah. And they go through some slides. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say his name is Seth, the uh, secretary. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, we get to meet him very soon, but they're right. they're going through some slides, and Charlie's like, "Yeah, there's this astronaut guy. He's part of this group. Um, you know, he's he was forced out of. Well, that, do they say NASA or do they just say forced out of the astronaut program? I I'm forced sure out of the program. I don't know. Out there. Yeah, yeah, but they don't say why. They don't know. And then there's another guy, uh, Doctor. I I wrote Doctor Green, but that's the doctor's. No. You know, it's, Rachel's dad from Friends. Yeah, it was Franklin. <laughs> Purine. Purine. P-R-I-N. Yeah, Preen. That's probably Preen. why I wrote green because I couldn't hear Yeah. Preen is close enough. You know, it was close. Right. It's, you know, it's close enough. Um, And, uh, you know, they were like, yeah, uh, so Dr. Preen, uh, M.A., uh, Ph.D., uh, M.D., uh, C.P., and one of I can't remember, was it Sabrina's like uh, CP Charlie uh, complete phony <laughs> yeah right so they yeah. they know this guy's a crook and he's running some scam basically and they're like okay you need to go check this guy out right right um, and and one thing Joyce said the, the the niece she's like oh you know I, I do know that my my aunt mentioned you know the astronaut James Britton in a letter so she somehow has a connection to him too. Right. She's, and she said something about going on a trip. So right, that's right. So, right. Um, so what? We start off with Sabrina and Bosley first go to see the secretary dude. Right, right. They kind of do a divide and conquer approach here. So the, the two of them head to the secretary. Right. And and they pose as – I think they pose as bankers. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they pose as being someone from the bank that her money is at. Yeah. But which is interesting, nowhere in and not anywhere in this whole episode do they use fake names. No, I noticed that you too. Notice that? Yeah. And I'm wondering, is that always the case in the show? I haven't really paid attention, but it seems like a like a fault. Like maybe you should right, right. shouldn't use your real names. But and stuff. like if you're I guess, you know, this is like pre internet, so it's not as easy to find information on people right away, but Right. It, it the, the only plus I can think of is you're not going to get mixed up, you know, like someone calls you Bob and you Forget. don't respond because that's not yeah. your real name, but um Right. But yeah, so yeah, they all keep their that's first true. and last names. So <laughs> um, um but anyway, so they go there, the guy answers the door. You know, at first he's like, "Who are you, guy?" You know, what, you know, he's not going to let him in. They're like, you know, I'm, you know, Sabrina says she's the vice president of the bank, Bosley's like a cashier or whatever, I think, right? Yeah, right. Something and like that. he's like, You're the vice president of the bank? And she's like, uh, is there a problem with that, Mr. What's his name again? Cordoy? Cord Corday? Uh, and he's know. like, 
oh, you know my name? I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> we know your name. Um, and then Bozzy's like, are you going to invite us in or should we have the mortgage turned off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, no, come on in. <laughs> yeah, so so he let, so, he lets him in. And I, I don't really follow their scam where they were saying that the the woman, the aunt, she cashed a check for twenty five grand that she shouldn't have, which you know basically cleared out the accounts. And the checks he's been writing have been bad since there's no money in there. But for whatever reason, that made him super nervous. And um, right, because I guess they're basically accusing him of fraud, and he's you know nervous that he's going to go you know go to jail for that. And he's like, "She's an insane old lady." I'm like, "Oh, jeez." So basically, you are probably stealing from her then, right? You're not helping your case, buddy. Um, yeah, but, but she said he says that she joined. She might go to another planet. and She joined some celestial research association, right? Right, right, right. Exactly. What was it? Is that the actual name of it? Now I gotta. I forget what. Yeah, the actual yeah. Name that's of what it said. Celest, celest, celestial <laughs> research foundation. <laughs> celestial. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so I think at that point they so get what, the information they need, right? So they, they decide to head out, but since the guy was such a dick, he was kind of like kicking the dog and stuff. <laughs> that uh, Sabrina takes the dog with her. She like steals the dog. Right. Bozzy's like, "This is dog not napping." She's like, "Nah, he hates the dog. We'll get <laughs> right. him back to the old lady when we find her." Right. Right. Like, okay. I guess so. Um. Yeah. So now, then we cut to back at the this foundation now. Now Bosley is there with Chris, and they're basically pretending to be like a sugar daddy and his girlfriend couple. Right. Basically, is what's going on. Right. Um. And you know, the doctor is you know very excited about seeing her. When he sees Chris, he's like, "Oh, hey, how's, yeah. how you doing there?" And all that. And um, he's like, "Well, you know, because she says how she's interested in space. Like, we got uh." You know, the astronaut, Mr. Britton, uh, right inside. Why don't you come in? And, they're, you know, she pretends to be very excited, so they go. Right. Into the office, I should say. Yeah. And it, um, I think I think she was actually back at headquarters before, you know, when they just got the case. Chris seemed a little interested in that astronaut right off the bat. So I think part of that might have been legit that she was excited to see him. Yeah. Well, the funny part about that is in real life on this episode. So first of all, if you don't remember, which I know you never do, um, the <laughs> the astronaut, Dennis Cole, was in our Fantasy Island episode. Remember with the vet? That one with the vet? And the, nope. where Mr. Work was the clown in that thing? And the, <laughs> I know. See, oh, yeah, that funny. freaky clown. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So he was the veterinarian in that one that ended up with the uh, – um, what's her name from Welcome Back? Welcome Back, Cotter. Okay, all right. But the uh, anyway, James Britton. Uh, I'm sorry, the astronaut guy Dennis Cole was married to Jacqueline Smith during this. There after this period, not during. They must have known each other by then because it's it says like '78. Interesting. So, yeah. yeah. So maybe that's why they click so well when they were in the airplane later on. Exactly. Yeah, they were kind of like the. I don't know. There was some tension between them. Yeah, exactly. But whatever. Um, right. But it, it, so the doctor explains to them that, hey, you know, if you become a member, there's a good chance you'll see, uh, you know, UFO. Initiation fee is only $7,500, you know, plus, you know, extras for field trips and stuff like right. that. Right. I mean, it's always extra and, for field trips. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. And, you know, Bosley's like, 
you know, I don't know. It seems like a lot of money. And she's like, please, I want. He's like, please, okay. sugar daddy. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, they right away, he's Obviously, like, he, he throws down the cash, whatever they need. Right. I'm assuming that either the, uh, I, I'm, I'm, you know, they always, in the TV shows, they always say, you know, $250 plus expenses. I'm assuming the $7,500 is not going to be an expense because that would pretty much be like her whole inheritance. I'm, so I'm yeah. guessing it's like they're gonna, just going to write a bad check or something. Yeah, that's what I figured too. But um, All right, so then we still have now in the next scene, we have Sabrina. I think it was Sabrina and Kelly yep. follow. So they're like going to follow this car, but one of them is going to go after – Britain, so they flip a coin. And so Chris, no, wait, Sabrina and Kelly? Yeah, so Sabrina. Yeah, you're right. Sabrina has to go after the car, and Kelly's going after Britain, so they kind of split up. Um, so Sabrina's following them in this, like, what is it, like an orange, like, gremlin, or what is that car? Pinto. A, a Pinto. Pinto. It, and, and, like, they spot her, which is not surprising to me based on the car she was driving. Um, yeah. Well, so well, here's the deal. I wasn't sure in the beginning. Are they? Is this on purpose? Is she following poorly on purpose or not? And I said probably. Later on, it it is made out that she did that on purpose. She yes. purposely got noticed. Turns out that she because got caught. that was yeah. that would have been a terrible, a terrible, terrible tail job. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. She's basically I could have right, done better than that. right on them in a bright orange car, and then right at all times. Yeah. So they pretty much they pretty much like they duck down some dirt road in the desert and then come up around beside her with guns and and catch her. And, and they find her ID right away. She's a private eye with her real name. And she, <laughs> she she's trying – she's like, ah, look, I know I've got this jealous husband that's one of your members or his wife's one of your members and he's suspicious and I, I just need to check her out. Somehow she convinces them – they don't recognize the name, right? But she convinces them – you know, oh, she's probably using an assumed name – and they're like, well, come come back with us, and you can look around, and then uh, you know, be on your way. And I was like, wow, that was pretty, pretty lean. One right. minute they have guns on her, and the next minute they're inviting her, <laughs> check out their guests. Right for a, for a guy who's a con artist, he falls pretty quickly for the her con, basically. Right, right. And she like puts he on totally this. Her. He she puts on this accent. I don't even know what the accent was. It was supposed to be like New York or something. I. Th- think so yeah i but, do have a clip of it later when she's talking so yeah so let's yeah let's talk about it then but um i'm not sure what purpose it served that's really where i was going with that right well that's the thing it's like if you're going to use your real name why bother <laughs> why throw an accent with the accent <laughs> right yeah exactly i mean well but although i do think does she say that she's not from here or something? No, she can't, right? Because her know. license would say she's from California, or what? I don't know. No idea. It doesn't make any sense, regardless. No. To have the use your real name and then put on an accent it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. But, but I me- think I think I think um, Sabrina just likes mixing it up, though. I yeah, think maybe. She likes to you know to keep it interesting. She just likes to have fun. I get it. That makes sense. I mean, you're doing yeah. the job. Just right? from what I've seen, known from her. Yeah. Why not make it a little more fun? So, right. All right. So now so, we go to the airport, right? R- right, right. So K- K- where Ke- Kelly is, 
Kelly goes Kelly's to see, gonna go get some dude. flying lessons. Right. <laughs> Which I'm confused about. I Why like, is that? Did we know the guy was a pilot? Do you have well, to be a pilot? Well, he's an astronaut, be, so it's assumed. Astronaut? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all all astronauts they came from uh the um like the Air like Force. Military. Or they were fl- okay. they were pilots already, yeah. All right. So she shows up for a flying lesson and he ends up like hitting on her. And they go out for a drink, but he's like, "Hey, how about?" Wait, 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 wait! Before they even get, because I, I got to say something about this whole thing. All right. So they're there, and he's like, you know, he's she's looking for someone to go on the flying line. Like she doesn't say she's supposed to be meeting him because she's not. He's like, "Why don't I take you?" And you know, then you know, there she's like in this thing. You know, it's like a it's like a Red Baron. It's like Snoopy's <laughs> playing, right? Thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like not something you want to learn to fly because those aren't really like easy to fly. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and he says something and I just want to play this little bit here because I found this very interesting and not a way that would make me feel like, yeah, you know what? I want to go up flying with you. So let's play this clip. Well, I can see that it has a certain panache, but uh, is it safe? Well, it must be. I've crashed it nine or ten times and I'm still here. I hope this isn't a case of love me, love my airplane. A year's free flying lessons, if you'll let me buy you a drink. Well, how about if I take the drink and we donate the flying lessons to a worthy cause? So, is this plane safe? Hey, I've crashed this thing like ten times. Right. Totally safe. <laughs> and then she's there Wait, for flying well, lessons. But why did you crash ten times? <laughs> yeah, and I can get like, oh, he's just trying to be funny or something, right? But but then but when that's not what you say to someone who's learning to fly. That's true. But then she totally gives up on the flying lessons. She's like, "Yeah, I'll take the drink, but you know, donate those flying lessons." Well, no, she, I think I think what she's saying is like she'll still pay. I don't know. It was very confusing because they still do go flying. So it's sure. like I think she's saying that we'll like, I don't know. We'll go on the drink, but you have to donate some. I don't know what a worthy cause is to give flying lessons to exactly. Yeah, I don't either. Um, or maybe does she just mean like the money that would have been paid for it? I don't know. You know? Is yeah, it like, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, they end up. That's exactly what they do. Um. So where do we go here? So then, then we go to Bosley at the dinner party. Do you recall that? Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I wrote here, the scared guy is staring at her. I'm like, where is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're at the dinner party having drinks. And Bosley and Oh, we're staring at uh, Chris, right? Chris, right, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, all the names are going to go through. So so he's just staring at Chris. And she's like really cool about it, though. She's like, Bosley, he's not a freak. He's, uh, you know, whatever. He's just just a nerd. (laughs) Yeah, he just needs some attention or something. I don't know what she said. But she goes, and she goes over to talk to him and. You know, right away, he's like, you know, my name is Theodore Nolan Jr. And my, you know, he just goes in like babbling about stuff, about his name, right. his Like dad's he's taking over his dad's company. His dad hates him. He's a junior. I don't, he's, right. you know, and, it's and, a bike company, right? Right. And he can't ride bikes. He, he <laughs> fell off a bike or something. And no, I mean, that making, you know, like if you were trying to pick up this girl, pretty much. Everything you would not want to say, but <laughs> right, exactly. You know, 
Um, yeah, and then at some point while they're talking, you, we cut to Sabrina really quick talking to Doctor Preen, and yeah, she's now lady, at the, she's like, now at the dinner party with them. You know. Yeah, right. She's at the party because you know she got invited to go check it out to see if this person's there. Right. Sure. Right. right over, whatever. Come on, right over. Yep. And so she's like some lady walks by that's like eighty. I don't know. She's at least in her late sixties, and she looks at her like that's her. <laughs> That's Mrs. Forster, whatever. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he starts laughing. He's like, okay, well now you know she's here, you know. Yeah. And again, guy still totally believes her story. Yep. By the way, I want to say that Doctor Perrine is played by Ross Martin, who um, nothing we've done yet. He is in a Columbo episode, but he was in uh, Wild Wild the Wild Wild West, the Wild Wild West. Don't know why I had so much trouble saying that. Sure. Um. That's what he's most known for. Um, okay. Anyway, so where do we go? Oh, the nerdy guy talks about how he's been there twice. And Chris is like, oh, you must have met my friend's aunt, Mrs. Sanders. And he's like, uh, uh and he's like, just like, I got to go. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't right. want to talk like he, about it. He wets himself and walks away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then we get the doctor talking about how, you know, there's some space people that they, they come from Alpha Centauri. And Chris is like, oh, there's space people here now? He's like, there might be some in this room. Right. You know, we're in contact with them. I'm like, oh, man. These people are just eating this stuff up. Right. Um, oh, and the nerdy guy does happen to walk up to Bosley, who's looking at a table that has, like, this silver cloth over it with, like, a almost like a rainbow triangle, right? I mean, there's multiple yeah. colors in it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's their symbol. And Bosley's like, who's? He's like. The aliens, or actually, they don't say alien ever, do they? They keep saying space people, don't they? I don't know. Do I they ever say alien in this? I didn't, I didn't really notice. To be I notice. I notice they say space people a lot. And he's uh-huh. like, and Bossy's like, do you believe in them? He's like, yeah. Bossy's like, all right, weirdo. And then that's right. kind of the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but then I got a good clip here because this is when the doctor starts talking about the aliens and how they're different from us. And just before this, Bosley and Sabrina's talking. And she's like, yeah, okay, I'm about done. She's like, I'm going to get myself thrown out of here. Do you remember this part? Yeah, yeah, this is So great. she starts she starts chiming in when the guy is talking about the aliens. So here we go. These space visitors are just like ordinary human beings, like you or me, with one very definite distinction. Pointed ears. <laughs> Absolutely not. Little green pointed ears. The difference is in their extraordinary powers. <laughs> they can be very easily hurt by contact with human beings because of people like this lady here. That's a little bit of the accent we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know if I would classify the <laughs> accent. But, um... but then basically Chris jumps in like it says, if you don't believe in this stuff, why don't you leave? And then they like start a fight. There's like a cat fight, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty it, minor. It ends really quickly, right? Yeah, but but the best part is, I don't know if you noticed this. So they're basically carrying Sabrina out as she's yelling, and remember, she's like chewing gum this whole time. All of a sudden, you see her go, and like swallow the gum. She's like, "Hey, you made me swallow my gum." <laughs> I don't think that was in the script. I think she accidentally swallowed her gum while she was yelling, and they just kept it in. Could be. Because it really looked like it's surprise. If you watch that, if I know you're not going to, 
but anyone that hasn't watched it yet, if you go and watch that and go back and watch it, you could see she's like actually kind of surprised that she swallowed her gum. Yeah, I think it, she was a little worried she was going to choke on it. And I'll be honest, there was a scene earlier too when they pulled her over in the car and they were kind of manhandling her, like putting her arm behind her back. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Jesus, it looks like they're really going to break her arm, you know? Yeah, well, because Sabrina probably weighs like 108 pounds. I mean, right? she's really thin, you know? Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't weigh anything. But And they were like These flinging guys her were, like, around. guys her around. Right, yeah, it was, it was exactly. Bad. But Yeah, so that wouldn't surprise <laughs> me, but... But then as she's on her way out, um, I think Britain comes in. So the doctor makes an announcement that there'll be a space vehicle outside in about seven minutes. And um, so then, you know, the show begins. Same as before. You kind of open the open the drapes. And um, I don't think that actually happened yet. I think we, we bounce over. Before that happens, we bounce over to uh, – the nerd at the bicycle business, um, and no, and no, here, we, you're right. We see the we see the alien here first. Do we? The, I'm in the spaceship. Yeah, no, the we spaceship. see it all here okay. first. It happened. Yeah, the other thing you're talking about is the next day. Okay, all right. So then, yeah, so then we see the spaceship thing happen, and it's it's pretty much the same same thing that happened the first time they showed the spaceship, right? Anything, right. But this time, there. yeah. But this time, like. The nerdy guy ends up by Chris, and Chris like grabs her his hand, and like brings it up to his chest as you know she's scared. At first, though, I want to say though, when, at first when it started, she's like Bosley, and it almost seemed like she thought it was real. Yeah, <laughs> not, she like the it. character, obviously she. Didn't. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then, um. So I so don't then, know. Yeah, but then that, so the next day we go to Nolan's bicycle shop, or whatever it is, and he's like on a stationary bike in a suit, like. Tr- <laughs> working feverishly and right. Kelly, and this is where Kelly shows up looking like a glamorous uh space visitor and space she, vixen yeah and she's like I know you're a believer in the other world and he's like yes I, I totally <laughs> am you know and she shuts the blinds I always knew and he's like basically like I always knew the aliens would be hot <laughs> yeah right this is just like my dreams and then so she right. shuts she shuts the blinds and turns the lights off and like that alone is making him nervous. He wants the door open. Right. He's like, "Are you going to be okay with me turning the lights off? Should I call my secretary in?" <laughs> is this appropriate? And then, uh, I mean, this is like the seventies. There were no sexual harassment suits then. You no. could, you know, for God's sakes, the name of the show is Charlie's Angels, and they work. You know what I mean? They like work for right a, a dude, yeah. a mystery dude. But yeah, so she closes all the blinds and everything, and then. Um, I don't know, like a black light or something turns on, and she shows him the alien symbol on the palm of her hand. Um, so I guess you know Bosley, Bosley's couple of minutes with this guy got enough information that they could go in and she could pose as an alien. And so he, she asked him some questions about you know Mrs. Sheridan disappearing. He's like, well, yeah, I saw it, but you know I was too chicken shit to do anything, so just gotta <laughs> right. let, let it and happen. Even- Right, and he even says that about the whole deal. He's like, yeah, you know, I believe in this stuff, but I'm too nervous to go through to a higher plane. And I think he even mentions that she said something about the temperature on Venus. Right, um, right, he, she, he did. And then, you know, he's like, hey, or she's like, hey, just make sure you don't mention this to anyone that I came to visit you. He's like, yeah, well, you don't mention it to my dad. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 
Dude, you're like 40. You're, <laughs> right? You should be so worried about your grade? dad. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, anyway, so what happens now here? So we, we go, go back to the back castle. to the house, right? Yeah. And like this is where, um, yeah, this is where um, I was really, I don't want to say, it sounds bad. These pants that she is wearing in this, did you notice the pants that she's wearing? Yeah, when you go back? sure. Yeah. I was like, what are these things? Because it was like, they had like a, at first I thought she was wearing a skirt because it looks like with a high slit because you can see like her thigh. Right, but then I noticed right. that they're like connected at the top and the bottom. Yeah, it's like tied together like, at the top and bottom. Right. And I'm like, but... what the heck are these? I'm like, does anybody know these pants? And someone actually did respond. I think it. Hold on, I'm, I'm trying to find the response. I, should, I know I should. I think it's the retro pixie, but I want to make sure. I'm Go surprised ahead. though. That, I'm surprised that fashion has not caught on over the years. Like, why, why isn't everyone wearing those now? Like, right? Like you, Mike. I'd and like they, to, I mean, it seems like, especially like where they were in the desert, that'd be like really comfortable to wear, right? Yeah, yeah. Although the slit was pretty high, um, it seemed like <laughs> you'd have to really be careful there, and you know. Sure. Watching how you're sitting and what you're wearing with it. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, of course, I, I can't find the thing now. I think it was uh, Retro Pixie that said, she said there were harem pants. Oh, that makes she, sense. At least they think so. Yeah, and I looked up harem pants that do kind of look like that. I didn't see any that had slits, but I'm sure there were various different kinds. Sure, you know? sure, yeah. We should check the um, credits at the end for any kind of fashion uh <laughs> Notation. But. Kelly's pants, or no, Chris's pants. Um, <laughs> Provided by. Curtis, courtesy yeah. of. <laughs> exactly. Botany 500. Um, and and those anyway, pants were probably so, the most interesting thing in this scene. Because um, the rest of it was like the doctor talking about like wisdom and babbling. And they go outside and, oh, he was talking about wisdom. Well, yeah, and Bosley keeps like saying shit under his breath. Yeah, <laughs> the doctor's getting pissed. But the, he also mentioned I'm something about they like, didn't, like kick him out. He mentioned something about sex and uh, inhibitions, and like the aliens right. don't have these inhibitions or whatever. So now I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. this guy's gonna be playing on the ladies about their, you know, whatever. So, but they go outside, and and Bosley's holding a, like a beaker of water. And the doctor yeah. adds like this small vial from space, and he's like, "This makes you know a super powerful fuel." Fuel. I don't know. Why I'm having trouble speaking tonight, but <laughs> it, it, it's he's like it could run this beater car for you know six days around the Earth or something. I don't know, but so she has Chris go in, start the car, and she just starts cruising around in circles. Which yeah, she's like doing donuts like out there. Yeah, that this is like fuel. And Bosley, he seems, and Bosley like seems genuinely, inter- genuinely interested in this. He's like, because they're done. He's like, so you gonna be selling stock in this stuff? Because you know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, he was he was genuinely you know, interested in what in that, and he he was he was taken by it. So um, right. So Where yeah, I, so I was after thinking, that we go back to. I was thinking what? you could probably even pour like that much water into a full tank of gas, and there would be no impact. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I don't know right. how he fooled anybody. Yeah, at least at least for her first few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, um. Anyway, so they go back to the office, and uh, I think it's Kelly at this point is reading a book on Venus and its surface temperatures. Like, yep, checks out. It's too hot there. 
<laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, too yeah. hot for aliens to land there? How do we even know that? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know. maybe they can withstand that. Um, yeah, so they basically figure out that the 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 lady was probably silenced. Um, and they had to figure out where she was. <laughs> like, where was she dumped, basically? Right, Since right. they're surrounded by a desert. Which, again, I don't know how this house was built there because it's literally in the middle of nowhere. I mean, right. this castle thing. There's, like, nothing around. I don't know if it's real or not. You're right, though. It's in the desert. Um, I don't know how, how it got there. But aliens, maybe. Yeah. And, but, and I think, and then Bozzy's like, hey, you got to work harder on the astronaut with those flying lessons. Get more information out of him. She's like, if I have to go flying with the hot guy, all right, I guess so. Yeah, right. And so, yeah, and so she goes out to, to them the, at dinner. Yeah. And and then he, at like, his house, opens think, up right? to her. It did seem yeah. like it was his house. I don't really know where, but. I think it was. But, but he opens up to her and he's like, yeah, I got bounced from the space program. Yeah, lots of issues, drinking, divorce. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I sucker these people at the foundation. And, you know, we take rich people's money. And she's like, tells him, you know, almost like genuinely, she's like, dude, get out of that. You don't need to do that. <laughs> you know? And, and, and instead of be like, you know, oh, you know, you're perfect for me or something. He's like super suspicious of her. Like instantly he's right, like, right. why, what have you heard? It, you know, yeah. like, like, dude, you just right, yeah. dumped it, it all out It totally her. changes. Like, you just told me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you just told me all this stuff about it. Obviously, you're running some sort of scam. You should probably get out of it because you're probably going to get in trouble. Right, right. Um, but instead, yeah, you're right. He just totally does the opposite. And now he's all super suspicious of her. Right. In um, fact, you know, he runs he, like, to the doctor. She's like, I care about you and hugs him. And then, like, they yeah. show his face when he's getting hugged. He's like, wide eyes open going, hmm, he's like, I don't know about this chick. This is a load of shit. Yeah. So <laughs> he, he immediately runs to the doctor and right. says, like, you know, has her checked out or whatever. And she's like, well, you're right to be suspicious. She's a private investigator. <laughs> Dude, don't you check Again, anyone out before? Because, <laughs> because she used her full name, her real name. Right. right. Exactly. And then and this he, is where it gets dark go ahead i like this i mean i don't like it but if he was like take her up in your plane and drop her i'm like wow right yeah that's a plan and and he's like i'm not doing this he's like we've already killed one lady so you're already in this i mean he didn't do the killing but obviously he knew about it right and and i'm actually kind of surprised he's like yeah, you know, I guess you're right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what's one more? Yeah. yeah, what's one more person? You know, no one's gonna know that a private investigator is missing. That's probably checking us out. Right. I'm sure it won't lead right to us. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not gonna raise any eyebrows. That's for sure. Yeah. So, uh, so then, so we, now we they go back to the foundation. They got these awesome headphones on, listening to some alien music or something. Yeah, I don't know what they're listening for, like just space sounds or. or I, <laughs> it's I like remember why. they used to have those CDs where you could like sounds from space. Remember that it would like yeah. be like recordings from like the Hubble, and it's yeah. just like static and weird. Shit. <laughs> yeah. You hear like a ping once in a while or something. This is what space sounds like. It sounds like a fucked up amplifier. <laughs> yeah. Right. Isn't space a vacuum? There'd be no sound. I don't know, but 
Um, right, exactly. Um, so anyway, they uh, so basically he's uh, Bosley's, you know, still not with the program, and um, he's like, hey, why don't you go distract the doctor so I can go snoop around and look for the old lady's body? And so she's <laughs> she goes up to him. You know, remember when you were talking about that stuff about, you know, being free with our bodies and aliens like sex, basically? Yeah. Can we talk more about that? He's like, hell yeah. He's like, let me bring you into the love room. Right. Yeah. Next thing you know, they they both have drinks in their hands. I'm like, right. He's got like a bottle of champagne that he's been chilling the whole time, just waiting for somebody to ask him about alien sex. I don't know. Um, and, uh, in the meantime, Sabrina like appears out of nowhere outside the building, like again, in the middle of the desert. And she's just like walking through the desert, like towards the house, you know, like she parked her car like six miles away. Right. She mostly got lost and was like walking in circles. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, she ends up running into something. But, um, you know, because in the meantime, we cut back to the doctor making moves on Chris and she's trying to back away, you know, going, oh, you know, I don't know. She's, you know, obviously trying to keep him there, but trying not to get molested, basically. Right. Right. Yeah. She was and very Sabrina polite. Happens to, right. And then Sabrina happens to walk into the. Um, or come upon the UFO controls, right. the big machinery they have out there. And she's making all this noise, making it go up and down and whatever, and she's taking like 100 pictures. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm, I notice, I'm like, that thing's very far away from the house, and it's very small. How do people even see that from the windows? Because it didn't look like it actually like went towards the house, right? No, it looked like it went up and down, but it didn't look like it like right. S- Went anywhere unless else, but. unless they had some sort of projectors there, maybe I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But so while she's doing that, Bosley's out like walking the dog. I don't know where that. <laughs> I mean, he, he was supposed to be looking around for stuff, but he's walking the dog. Well, no, the dog. The dog well, he wasn't walking her. I think shoe. he was. Yeah, he was brought her brought him out to see if he could find the scent of the owner. I think. No, I don't think that dog's trained for that kind of uh, activity. <laughs> right, but. it's not a cadaver dog. <laughs> but you never know. I mean, yeah, it's like some little runt, uh, mutt dog. It's not like a bloodhound that's going to be able <laughs> right. to hunt down. And, but it worked, <laughs> right? I guess you've, it found it. No, so. it did. It did. But in the meantime, but, then the, uh, one of the bodyguards sees the UFO flying up and down and runs inside and, you know, gets the doctor. And Chris is like, whew, close call. Right. Um, so maybe they had planned that for Sabrina to go out there. So, you know, she wouldn't, you know, I'm sure it was too much felt up by the guy. It, it, it was all, it was all calculated. But uh, the, th- the thing is like the doctor, when he goes to leave the room, he's like, uh, you might want to reconsider your devotion to the cause here. Yeah. Since you wouldn't have sex with me. Basically. Like, that was like, so weird. I but, know. Uh, and, and just one, so, one, one thing back to the, the body, um, it's like we've said several times, the castle's in the middle of the desert, right? Are you going to bury the body right on your property there? Or are you going <laughs> to, you know, take it out 50 miles and, you know, where no one's going to find it? But that's just. Right. I don't know. Yeah. That dog never would have um, found it. But. No, no. And then meanwhile, the bodyguards are like, take off in a car after Sabrina. And she takes off running. I thought she was going to her car. 
but she ends up running to the house and she jumps in to that station wagon that's sitting there yeah. and then it becomes a high speed film chase like they sped up the film to make this thing work do you notice that yeah yeah and it was like I'm like oh that super fuel is gonna save her you know because she's right. jet, jetting out of there but it ends up like destroying the car somehow like overheats the car right? <laughs> the engine basically explodes yeah <laughs> So they catch her, um, and they catch her. But you know, it 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 didn't last long because meanwhile, Chris kind of snuck over and um, what did she do? She turned on the UFO thing, right? Right to surprise them. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. To like distract them or whatever. So that's all it took was that quick distraction, and she was able. You know, Sabrina was able to break away. And then right, and then like the cops showed up. Right, perfect timing. I yeah. guess I'm assuming Bosley yeah, like, saw the body. Like Bosley must right have away. called right, but they're again out in the middle of nowhere. So <laughs> I would yeah, think it would have taken the cops a little while to get there. Like 45 minutes maybe, but <laughs> uh, we'll be there in like eh, a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, give us some time. Um, stall. So meanwhile, stall at the on. airport. Yeah. At the airport, we see the astronaut at the airplane cutting the seatbelt that uh, Kelly's going to sit in. Not yes. all the way. You know, just cuts it enough that, you know, it's going to probably fail on her. And I almost forgot about this. And this is really, I think this is my favorite part. Because, <laughs> I mean, because Kelly was really smart about it, you know? No, she was. Yes. Because she recognizes right away something's wrong because she tries to ask him something. She's like, hey, where are we going? And he kind of like half turns at her and doesn't say a word. And she's like, uh-oh. And she's like, I'm off. screwed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, go, well, go ahead and explain what she does. To yeah. So, what the, she, you know, she notices like the seatbelt's like severed, right? So, she's like, crap. So, she takes her belt off and like somehow straps herself in with the belt. You know, I don't know the details of how she actually, what she attached to or whatever, but – Whatever, great idea, I thought. So he he yeah. then is like, okay, I'm gonna dump her. So he flips the plane upside down, and she's still there. So then he tries like rolling it a couple times, and she like he cannot shake her out of that seat. And then I don't know why she waited this long. She pulls out a gun and holds it to the back of his head, basically. He's like, land this plane, and you know, he does. And um, yeah, well at first, first he's he, like. I'll kill us both. I'll crash and kill us both. She's like, no, you won't. She's like, no, 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 you freaking coward. You will not do that. And yeah, so he, then he just, and then they land and she's like, and then, yeah, then they land and she, yeah, she's like, you didn't have the courage, Jim. You never did. I'm like, Ooh, rough burn. Ooh. Yeah. Insult to injury, but um, right. And then as we usually do, we go back to the, uh, you know, Charlie's headquarters and um, yeah, for the debrief, for the quick debrief, and it, we really spent more time talking about the fuel scam than than anything else. <laughs> I think, right? Because Bosley, like I said, he was very upset. Um, actually, I got a clip of it here. Hold on, because you know Charlie's like, "Hey, good job, everybody," and Charlie's like, "I mean, uh, Bosley's all like grumpy about it." But right, hold on. Bosley, what's the matter with you? Hmm? Didn't you think it was a good job? Well, the only thing I can think about is that. 
car that Sabrina tried to escape in. Aww. No, 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 I mean, when that burned up, I mean, that the formula was lost once and for all. I mean, that could have meant millions. Could have been a boon to all mankind, Shirley. Bosley, it was a scam. There's no miracle fuel. But, Charlie, I drove the car myself. I mean, it ran. Bosley, it's a scam. There's no miracle fuel, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be such a fool. Yeah. And he said, but he said, it's, it was acetone. It burns up the engine. It's like, it's a, you know, con game. It's all this time. He's like, Henry Ford fell for the same trick. And I looked it up, and he did. It is real thing. Did he? I actually made a note yeah, of that. I, I mean, of course, this was myself. like in 1920 or whatever, so right, it's a right. little bit different. Yeah. Very very interesting. Um, but, oh, my question was, what happened to the dog? Did, did really? the girl take the dog to Africa? I think uh, Sabrina probably had to keep it because she took it so? and the lady died. And that niece didn't really give two crap. She was just, you know... I mean, not that she doesn't care about her aunt or the dog, but she had things to do. Right. She's no, not... she cared about her aunt. Yeah. Yeah. She's not going to take the dog to yeah. Africa with her. No. Big ha- I mean, big you hassle. know how long quarantine would probably have to be for the dog to go to Africa. Right. Exactly. <laughs> It'll be, I don't know. But, um, yeah, so I, I'm going to call it Sabrina's dog now. So I'm not sure. Okay. Maybe. Maybe we'll see him again. Maybe he'll show up again. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And that, uh, so that what pretty do you much think? wrapped it up. Yeah, that was yeah. I mean, what do you was, what do you what do you think of the UFO episode? <laughs> was it better or worse than the Miami Vice UFO? Oh, episode? it was better. It was better than the Miami Vice. <laughs> like Miami Vice was like, I don't know. It was over the top. It was just not. Like, it, this obviously well, again, was a was scam. Like, right. You know. Right. Like, they at least came out right they, up right up front and made you know yeah. that this is not real. Like it's not yeah, real. People are like, trying to take money from these people. You know? Look, audience, we do not. We're not falling for this. <laughs> like they're letting us know up front, and then it was just you know uncovering the scam. But, um, but yeah, Miami Vice. You know, the UFO appeared. I forgot what happened, but it appeared over their car, and it just was weird. Yeah. So, and then we don't know if it was all a dream or what it was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. But this was good because I mean, this is like, you know. Classic Charlie's Angels, you know, they, they, they did what they do, um, and, you know, they they solved this, and it was just, it was, I thought it was fun, you know, it was like a fun one. Yeah, no, def- definitely. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. Yeah. It was good. It was, you know, it wasn't a whole thing like, we got to figure out if these UFOs are real. It was like right, right off the bat, right. they are not. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, so yeah, no, I definitely, I, I thought it was good. I, I think it's worth watching. I do too. Um, and you, you know, you don't even really notice that much about it being old, except for the old cars, and you know what I mean. No, you're right. Sense? You don't. In fact, I I watched it on uh, IMDb. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how that's, I don't know how that works, but if you can watch it for free <laughs> on on IMDb. And like right the, and I Tubi, thought, either one I did yeah yeah the, the picture quality was fantastic for like yeah for, like, no it was a, good for an older show so yeah I thought it, right you know, it was good. yeah like I don't know if they got like a you know a newer not a newer version but you know it's like yeah what do they call it uh, like, if it's like um 
remastered. I don't know. Right, or upsampled or whatever they do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I say it was the Retro Pixie was the one that definitely said the harem pants, by the way. I found the ad. Okay. I found it. Cool. I'm going to see if I can find Um, any of those. You're going to find some of them? Yeah. Yeah. They're like kind of like MC Hammer pants, but you know, more fashionable. With with a slit on the side. Yeah. <laughs> so you can show off your legs, Mike. All right. <laughs> All right. So yeah, definitely I would say check out this Charlie's Angels episode. It's totally worth it. Uh, a lot of a lot of good fun stuff happens in it, I think. Yeah, absolutely. And compare it to the Brady Bunch and Greg's uh contraption. <laughs> I think they're both equally convincing. Right, and I was trying to think of that Brady Bunch once because I think I'm confused. Because remember, so there's this UFO episode, right? And that's all that is, right? Because remember there was another episode where they were playing pranks on each other and someone did the ghost thing and it came down and Alice when got they were, scared. They were trying to sell the house and the kids didn't want to sell the house. Is that so, what it was? So they were trying to make okay. it seem haunted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting them confused. My yeah. Brady Bunch uh, episodes. Yeah, I sadly <laughs> I could do a podcast on the Brady Bunch. I've seen the Brady Bunch so many times that <laughs> I, I actually I've developed a skill that within the first five seconds I can tell you what the show, which each episode is about. It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> it, it, it's a curse. That's funny. All right. Any All right. other points you want to make, Mike? Nope, nothing nothing else. I think this is great. I can't wait for our next UFO encounter. <laughs> yeah, if anyone else has any other good UFO episodes, let us know. We can compare them all together. Yeah. Mike loves this stuff. <laughs> I do. That would be a good trend. Like if we just or any other that for a any bit. other Bigfoot stuff besides Six Million Dollar Man. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That would also be good, Bigfoot. Yeah. Loch Ness Monster right. even. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, all right. For this episode, I used to watch this. Uh, I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUSEDToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUSEDToWatchThis, Twitter at IUSEDTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUSEDToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.